Do you like wrestling? Do you like fun? Do you like comedy? Do you like crisscross applesauce? Check us out every Friday night, 7.15 Eastern for Wrestle Rock. We're streaming live, Wildfire Sports, wildfireradio.com. And you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. Check it out. Wrestle spelled R-A-S-S-L-E. Just, just type that in your search box. Whatever, Google it. Do the work. The archives are available on wildfireradio.com in the podcasting section. Also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, VOC Nation, CastBox, and iTunes. This is Danny Cage, and you're listening to Rassle Rock on Wildfire Radio. <laughs> Wrestling fans, welcome to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. That means your ass. Corey Castle. Well, he's got the charisma of a jar of dirt. And Matt Flowers. Anyway, brother, here's Wonderwall. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's 715. It's time to wrestle rock. I'm Rick Connor. Matt Flowers. Mark Kalbacher from the NXT Podcast. Joining us today, it's episode 200. Come on. Corey already surpassed you by what, like five episodes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Episode 200, man. I I was thinking about that today and how just insane that is that uh, we we have 200 hours on tape of us just talking about wrestling. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. Some good. Uh, we had some good times. So man. Four yeah, year, it's four years now, isn't it? Four years. Yeah. Really? Next, next week is going to be our four year anniversary. Believe that. I still remember. I don't know if it was like our first episode or we had a podcast uh, briefly before. Yeah. Which was like the precursor to Wrestle Rock. Kind of, yeah. yeah sort of. Kind of different. Together. But I remember going on a rant about Brock Lesnar because <laughs> when they brought him back, and I was like. Uh, what, what was I? I was ranting and raving about how um, uh, it's not re- it's not real. There, <laughs> these two really big oh, or something yeah. like that. You had a big problem with him, uh, like being the UFC. Yeah, guy. I, I, and then I had this line, and I forget what it was, but it was basically like, um, he's too, oh, it's too fake. To, I forget what it was, but I remember it, and I was like. I was like, yeah, man. And then you asked me if I wanted to be part of your wrestling podcast, and yeah. I was like, yes, if I can rant and rave <laughs> every week for the next four years, yeah, come man. In. <laughs> so, uh, gosh, we yeah. had... Um, I think I've been on what now? It's like almost two and a half years I've been on now. Uh, you, you've been pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because you were, you were on a couple of the old studios. Yeah, Rick, Rick gave my sister a call one day and asked, asked him to bail him out because he had nobody on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is your brother's number? Can you get him in here, please? Uh, yeah, I think that was the day we had uh, Mitch Wessel on for the first time. He was um, the, the guy playing guitar? No. Was that the it was, same day? It was another wrestler, but I cannot remember. Uh. Sorry, some of them bore me. <laughs> Mitch Wessel's a good, uh, he's a brother angel. Yeah, man. He came up with the brother angel like thing, didn't he? Angel. I came well, you came up with it, but he, he, him, him and Chaos, Chaos started. Chaos Storm. I'll yeah. tell you, I enjoyed Grey Wolf last week. At yeah. least he talked. You know, a little. Yeah, a little. <laughs> Not much, but he talked a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, there's so many good guests over the years and I wish, uh, I, I might have to start a webpage just to keep like a, um, like a backlog of all the, 
all the archives because it's it's hard to find them on iTunes. I I think iTunes or maybe it's Wildfire that that just starts picking them off after iTunes, a certain number. iTunes does archive because I am also I think August is our four year anniversary. Yeah, and we're like fifty episodes behind you guys mm. you know, or alcoholics. And um, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, I think it, we only have like sixty or seventy five episodes on iTunes. The rest of them are missing. Yeah. Ah. Like it, it only goes to a certain number. Yeah. I have a bunch saved to a um one of those terabyte drives somewhere. So I, I should really go through them and see if I can do something with them. But yeah, man, it was um gosh, we started in CSB, Connecticut yep. School of Broadcasting. Went to Toxic Radio and then finally to Wildfire Radio. It's crazy four years. That's right. That first episode I did with you was at Connecticut the the broadcasting studio. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, gosh, Toxic Radio, man. <laughs> I, think they're they're still, I think they're still chugging along. Are they? I think, yeah. Good old Mike uh, Francolio or whatever his name was. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Francolio. And the great Francolio. Greg Gorey, who was... Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. He our was first, uh, the nicest person I ever met in my life. <laughs> he does not look like it, though. No, he, he just looks like a hardcore metalhead. He totally does. But, Greg, but, if you're uh, listening, yeah, thank you. I forgot about him. He was our first engineer. I yep. think, yeah, yep. yeah, and then good old Jeremy, poor Jeremy, man, he still works for the studio. Does he really? Do yeah. you see him? No, <laughs> he only works like I, one I day a week. I have a restraining order. There's gonna be a documentary <laughs> coming out five years from now <laughs> about how much how much you mentally Abused. scarred <laughs> Jeremy. Poor, poor little Jeremy. Oh gosh, the guy that doesn't even watch wrestling and he just tore him apart every week. Yeah, I oh, but I man. didn't. No, no. I it, you were you, it was all in good fun. I yeah. don't know if uh he realized that it was all in good fun, but uh yeah. He might, he might, <clears throat> he might just be a little sensitive boy. I'm a sensitive boy, sensitive boy. <laughs> oh, I don't gosh. like being offended. <laughs> so what should we do first, man? We're, we're going to do this show a little bit differently this week. We uh we got some clips of we got some, some old classic show. hits. Some classic hits, man. Play us the hits. I went back and I pulled uh the four, in my opinion, the four best interviews that we've done. Do like a countdown type type of thing. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think everybody agrees. I mean, we got uh, of course Lanny Pavo. We have to play that one. Dude, which that, I, that should be played everywhere. Which I'm so grateful I was a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tom Brandy. Tom Brandy oh, came on. He talked was a about great the Patriot. interview. Yeah, these of course have all, have all been uh, cut down for time because you yeah. know we can't fit everybody in here. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Lawler, of course, that was our first major interview. I remember getting that one. Yeah, and just he took the out. he took the time to take a, take our interview while he was getting while he was boarding boarding that's a, a plane that's a to pro, come to Philadelphia. Dude, yeah. That's a pro. That's a brother. <laughs> and uh, Aaron Ganey, the late great Aaron Ganey, man, one of the Nigerian nightmares, uh, passed away shortly after we did this interview. Yeah, I, I don't get um, uncomfortable. Uh-huh. In situations, uh, I love uncomfortable. You know, that's my thing. Right, and I was uncomfortable <laughs> with this interview. This was he, so, are you gonna are you gonna do clips for your four year next year week or? For uh, we might we might come back for uh for was, things of. I was gonna say that gentleman who worked for the mob, that was in wrestling that you Tom guys Hankins. Tom Hankins. Oh, Tom Hankins. You should try to get that, him to call in. That yeah. was an excellent interview. Yeah. I, I thought that was fantastic. That was so. a good interview. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wanted to think about some. Uh, like so, the origins of stuff. Maybe I could find some of those, like the origins of Brother Angel, and of course, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the uh, Anyway Brothers Wonderwall, and Drew McIntyre in the shower. Drew McIntyre <laughs> in the shower, like all the uh, the weird stuff, the the sad Stone Cold. Oh, I I missed the Stone Cold. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. 
<laughs> um, do you want to get into some news first, and then we'll play our first clip? Yeah, let's let's get into our first topic, then we'll play a clip, and we'll we'll kind of uh, tag in and out, do some hot tags. Hot tags, baby. Um, I want to talk about um. Let's talk about uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, the news came out this week that uh, that he's been injured. Uh, he sustained some kind of severe neck injury. Now, was this in the Dusty Rhodes tournament? I don't know when he got it. No, he's been working hurt with this neck issue for for a couple, if not a couple, like a month or so. Okay. And um, they didn't realize how bad it was until he got it checked out. Because uh-huh. it looked like on SmackDown two weeks, two or three weeks ago when they, had, they wrestled um, the bar... There was a point where it looked like he messed up his knee, but that wasn't the case. It's actually like he's dealing with a whole, whole other issue. Yeah, and um, man, he's going to be out for they say like six to eight year, months. Yeah. They, they this could uh, retire him. This has retired some other wrestlers before, but then you got a guy like a uh, uh, Sheamus. Sheamus has been wrestling yeah. with the same neck injury uh, for for the better part of a year, I think. So uh, you know, it, it it all depends on what happens, and you got to figure he's probably going to be dropping that belt. Yeah, but Sheamus also changed his working style and and the amount of muscle he's packed on to protect his neck anyway. Yeah. But uh, he's not taking, like, crazy bumps anymore. That's true, like, yeah. You know, Ciampa's been going out there and killing it. Yeah. Just killing himself. Yeah. Do you think he has a – he had – I believe they have a video on WWE.com of his surgery, so he's already had the surgery. Oh, he's had the surgery already. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, uh, so I don't know what they'll do as far as the NXT Heavyweight Championship. I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched on uh, this week on NXT, but DIY, of course, they're reuniting them for this tournament. Uh, went up against uh, Bobby Fish and uh, o- uh, O'Reilly, mm-hmm. and that match is awesome. I can Just imagine. Awesome. And a really good NXT show that's four tag matches in a row for the Dusty Roads. <laughs> And it, it, that they they blew it out of the water. Yeah, I missed it this week. I'm definitely gonna have to go back and and check it out though. Well, hopefully he's all right, man. They, yeah. Someone someone posted a clip on YouTube I just saw today of him getting choke slammed by the Undertaker in 2005. Really? Oh yeah, he was a, his, a lawyer or something. He was a lawyer he was playing like an extra as a, like a lawyer. <laughs> Who was the uh, the sympathizer back in the day that Muhammad Hassan? Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, he was the lawyer for Muhammad Hassan. Huh. And it's crazy seeing him with full head of hair, no Uh. beard. (laughs) That's insane. You know what? If he he comes back and he he takes care of himself, does DDB yoga, does some, you know, neck curls and bridges, and just, you know, do some head curls, do some (laughs) nods, changes his style. I think he would just have to, he still does that strike. He has a really good striking style. So I think he would just have to eliminate the high impact moves. And still use what he does when he you know when he does his striking. Yeah, just he, uh, just do do what you do, but just protect yourself. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, he should work a gimmick where like you know people are obviously like he's had a neck injury, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna tear, I'm gonna continue to tear it down. And then he just puts someone in a headlock for like ten minutes and just does like these like rest hold moves, you yeah. know what I mean? And just to piss people off. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not changing a thing. Yeah, hopefully it works out for him because yeah. honestly, him and Gargano is that is the best storyline in wrestling in the last two and a half years. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with the belt um, to see if they're uh, uh, if they're going to have some kind of tournament or maybe the maybe just a battle royal at the uh, at the NXT Takeover or something like that, just something quick like that. They did that um, years ago. Uh, it was in Philadelphia for a SmackDown, but Bat- when Batista was hurt and everybody thought he was going to retire, uh, he dropped the belt and then they just put it in a battle royal battle that royal. night. 
that I think Kurt Angle won. I was there and I don't really remember it. I was going to say, did he show up on Instagram and just say, I'm giving my belt? Yeah, boy, I better... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, all right, well... Let's get into our first clip, shall we? Do it, man. Let's Uh, go back in time. Go and go back in time. Back in time. Uh, This is uh, Jerry the King Lawler, man. Like we said before, this is our first big, big interview. Uh, We didn't... It was one of those things where we weren't sure if he was going to call in or not. Just like all of the call-ins. Pretty much every call-in we've ever had. We're not sure if they're actually going to call or not. They said, well, they're going to try. But then he called us from the airport as he was coming to to Philadelphia, and it was... um, it's very, very And cool. a real quick, cool story about how cool he is. My wife went to uh, uh, Memphis, and um, she visited the restaurant. And, you know, he wasn't there, but, you know, his employees were there. And she said, oh, you know, my husband's a big wrestling fan. She bought me a T-shirt. And the woman working there said, well, if you have to go, you know, come back Monday. I'll make sure the king signs it. Yeah. And he came in, and he signed a T-shirt for me. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it is unbelievable that he, like, works his own restaurant. Like that's, yeah, well, that's he, really he cool. wrestles still like every weekend, yeah. man. He's on the road and <laughs> oh my god, good for him. All right, man. Let me let me play a little bit. So this is our little piece of our interview with uh, with Jerry the King Lawler. Hello, what's going on? You're on Wildfire Radio. Well, what's going on is I'm in the airport here in Charlotte, and about to get on the flight to Philadelphia in the next 15 minutes. So we got to make this short and sweet. It's Jerry the King Lawler. How Jerry Lawler's on our show. Yeah. We've been dying to have you oh, on, the, sir. The fanfare was amazing. Your studio <laughs> audience sounds they sound huge. It's deafening here. It really is. It's, <laughs> it's hard to keep the the excitement down. Uh, you're on your way to uh, to Philadelphia. You're going to be at the 2300 uh, Arena tomorrow. Is that correct? I'm going to be there uh, along with my old pal. I'm getting a chance to catch up with good old JR tomorrow. Yeah, We're going to be cool. there together signing, taking some pictures and all that sort of stuff. That's always a lot of fun. And then, um, and then tomorrow night I'm going to be wrestling in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the old Hamburg Fieldhouse. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I I used to say it seemed like I used to say uh, you know I'm looking forward to every now and then getting back in the ring. But my gosh, I've, I wrestled I wrestled uh, three times last week, and then and then now uh, this this week again, and two times next week. So it seems like I'm putting on the putting on the tights and boots more than I am. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sitting around at, at, at tables signing autographs. Yeah. The, now nowadays, with the, it's seeming like, sort of like the windows are open for you to peek behind the curtain in wrestling. And I was comparing it earlier today, <laughs> to like back in your day when you had the when you had the the feud and you, everyone was like curious of what was real and what was fake. And it's like creating a buzz around the business not being work. Like what? What did? What would you see like nowadays that could change it back to that? If it could ever get back to that? Well, that's you know that's like the old saying, trying to put the genie back in the bottle. I don't, I or, or you know, closing the barn gate after the cows have gotten out. I don't, I don't know if it can be done. I really don't. I, I you know, I mean, uh, I don't know, and, and especially with social media, you know, when you mm. when you have um, you know certain people going on television and and being a hardcore bad guy or heel or whatever you know i mean even even i'm so old school that i i even hate to say the word heel you know it's just it's just that's that's pulling the curtain back to me you know yeah but but you know when when you have people going on tv and trying to make everybody despise them but then on social media uh you know or or on another venue 
they're, you know, they're showing everybody what a really, in real life, nice person they are. You know, that, that kind of stuff is makes it difficult for anybody to, to get, uh, I don't know, that deeply invested in, in believing in, in things anymore. You know, it's just, it's just a different, it's a different day and time. That's why it's called world wrestling entertainment. It's, you know, it's an entertainment form now instead of being a, uh, uh, what more physical or what we used to, you know, we, we used to try to imply to everybody that it was a sporting event, you know, and it's, you know, we've now admitted that it's that it's entertainment. And when people ask me about it, I say they say, you know, like if somebody ever says to me, "Oh, I don't like wrestling because it's not real," you know, I just say, "Well, look, do you like movies?" Yeah. And I say, "Oh yeah, I love movies." And I just say, "Well, you know, when you see Tom Cruise get shot, do you think he's really dead? Or I mean, <laughs> what's the deal? It's just—it's all entertainment. Everything that's on television is entertainment. Right. Even the news now is entertainment. Yeah, it's right. fake news. What's that? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, King. Do you have any uh, plans to step in the uh, octagon anytime soon? If, they, if Dana White <laughs> gave octagon? you an offer, yeah, <laughs> UFC, <laughs> following Brock Lesnar's uh, footsteps. I wouldn't even step in that six-sided ring that what you call it. Uh, TNA. TNA has much less than eight-sided ring. Or the, uh, the X Division, yeah. <laughs> Going back previously uh, from WWE, back when you were in Memphis, um, not that that was a really Indian promotion. I guess that'd be back in the territory days, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. But back in, the, in Memphis, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was doing some research on you uh, because – you know all, all the the Memphis wrestling and the AWA and stuff like that. It was it was before my time, so uh, I was looking up some. some no, thanks, thanks, thanks for making me feel old. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant, but uh, you know I was just going back and looking at some stuff, and I saw the uh, I believe it was Memphis Wrestling Southern Heavyweight Championship. You won that fifty two times. Did I read well, that correctly? Yeah, but that also—yeah—that also means I lost it fifty-two times. <laughs> <laughs> I just never heard of it. It just—the the number shocked me, and I thought it was a typo. Well, no. But see, what you got to realize is we had wrestling every single night of the week, and sometimes three times on Saturdays. I mean, you know, we we did a we did a show a Monday night in a live event Monday night in Memphis, Tuesday night in Louisville, Wednesday night in Evansville, Indiana. Thursday night in uh, like Lexington, Kentucky, or Jackson, Tennessee, and Friday night in Tupelo, Mississippi, or Huntsville, Alabama, and mm-hmm. Saturday night in Jonesboro or Nashville. So we we were wrestling every single day, every night of the week, and that was that was for that was for thirty years. Mm. I would win it on a Monday night, and then come back in a return match the following week and lose it, and then come back in the following match the following week and win it back. So yeah, that happened a lot, and, but uh, you know that's one of my claims to fame is that. I've won more championship matches than any wrestler in in, in this business history. Yeah. 168 championships, you know. Wow. wow. What did you think of the CM Punk debut in the UFC and the possibility of him ever coming back to the WWE? Yeah, um, you know, that's that's a, that's another situation I'm not close to at all. Nobody you know, nobody in the WWE ever mentions the guy. I think there's, you know, ongoing legal, um, uh, some legal stuff going on that, you know, you just, you just don't talk about him. You don't, I don't ever hear him mentioned up there or anything. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Ours has always been a business where you never say never. Jerry Jarrett, my partner in Memphis, he said, I he used to say, I'd book Satan himself if he'd put asses in the seats. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's the way of most promoters. But, um, but in the case of CM Punk, I think he's he might be one guy that you won't ever see back there again. But like I said, never say never. But uh, getting back to the uh, the event tomorrow at the twenty three hundred arena, there's uh, there's going to be a lot of um, 
some uh, you know some people from the past and as well for, as from the uh, the press. I'm trying to not sound like old timers are going to be there. Like you know, I'm not trying not to insult you again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, you know what I you know what I thought you were going to what direction I thought you were going in. I thought you were going to say there are going to be a lot of former ECW fans oh. there, and they're going to remember <laughs> at the bingo hall. Remember the things <laughs> I said about that building. Remember, I I said once said. That building should be made out of toilet paper because <laughs> everything that in it, everything that is in it is, well, you know what I said. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I, there may be some, there may be some people that come there and remind me what I thought of ECW, which oh, was sure extremely crappy wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what I was going to be, what I was going to say, is there anyone uh, in particular that you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, it, you know, obviously you're looking forward to seeing Jr. again, but is there anybody that you've heard right. of that's going to be there that's uh, that you're like, oh wow, I haven't seen that guy in forever. I can't wait to see him tomorrow. Yeah, actually, actually, a lot of guys. I mean, there there are a lot of people that, that when when I saw the list of names, it's so impressive. Uh, I, I swear, I said to myself, oh my gosh, I would love to put a wrestling show together with the names that are that are on this on this. Uh, you know this roster for tomorrow. Yeah. It would it, you could sell out any arena in the country with uh, with these guys. I mean, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of them. Unfortunately, you know what usually happens? Hmm. You don't. You know that you get there right before the event starts, and um, you you go sit down at your table, and, and of course you're there. I'll be probably with good old Jr. and and um, <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, just boarding my plane. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I'll be, I'll be there with good old JR. We'll sit down and we'll start signing and we'll sign for three or four hours and we won't even get an opportunity to see most of these other people. Um. That's, that's the problem with these things. I'm like, you know, as soon as that's over, I got to get up and head straight out to uh, Hamburg, for, to Hamburg. The, for the match tomorrow night. So uh, I'll try my best to get around and, and see these guys, but uh, it's not like everyone thinks. It's not like you get together and it's an old, old home reunion or anything like that. You know? Right. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate, but we we do look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And uh, Corey and myself will be there in uh, in Hamburg at the uh, at the AXW show, so we'll be looking forward to seeing you there as well. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to being there. And looking forward to seeing you guys. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, I heard uh, Shane Douglas is on the show. Hopefully, he doesn't give you too much crap. <laughs> no, Shane and I go back a long way. I don't think it'll be a problem. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll let you uh, we'll let you board your plane. And uh, we're, we're I'm really on looking... already, but uh, yeah, I, I need to. I think these people are looking at me funny as I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll animate that. We'll yeah, we'll we'll let you go. Thank you very Thank much you for calling so in. Much. Thank you so much for calling in. Right. Sir. It was a pleasure pleasure to be speaking to you. Thank you, King. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right. Take Bye-bye. care, Jerry the King Lawler, everybody. Woo-hoo! That was awesome. <laughs> There's a little bit of music in the end there. Hey, well, uh, that was uh, Jerry the King Lawler, man. What a what a what a great guy that was, man. Uh, Matt, you weren't there with me and Corey when we went to that Hamburg right. show afterwards, but he was so so tired by the end of that. <laughs> it was so insane because you figure he was flying in. Yeah. Uh, well, he did the autograph signing the same day. The same day, oh, man. And then he went and wrestled that night, and uh, he did another autograph signing at the Hamburg show, and. Uh, me and Corey came up to him at the end of the night, and whoever uh, you know was uh, was there with him. I don't know, bodyguard, manager. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, whoever was there with him was, uh, you know, Jared. Do you, do you mind signing? Him, uh, do, do you mind taking one more picture? And he just goes, "Okay, yeah, sure." And it, like you could tell, it was just like kind of a fake smile. But like he he wanted to be there for his fans, but he was just did, so did tired. Did you tell me you were? No, <laughs> I was wearing a Russell Rock shirt, but uh, I. Uh, 
No, I, I didn't want to be like, hey, we were the guys from last night, he so you owe us like, this probably, or something. No, no, he probably would have thought it was cool. You told him you were going to be there. Probably, yeah. He's probably but, thinking, uh, like, I wonder if, I wonder where this podcast He's probably during his match. Like, I wonder if Rich <laughs> and James are here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Corey was there on the card. So yeah. Did, did, did Corey say anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it this was. High pitched voice. Horrible communication. <laughs> this high pitched voice. I am a big <laughs> fan of yours, son. That gold King. <laughs> so speaking of that, I guess we can go into Jr. Since we're yeah, why not? King. Yeah, Jr. Is, that, is this a rumor or is this definitely in, in concrete? No, he uh, he announced this on his podcast that he's leaving the WWE. Uh, he says that he's still going to be working, but he he never said in what capacity. Well, so I'm, I'm uh, saying they they announced something that he made, he signed a million dollar per year contract with AEW. Yeah, he said those were rumors. Oh, that I he said those those were rumors. rumors. Yeah, yeah oh. I didn't I didn't hear that. Um, I was gonna say I don't. I, he might I have. But I, I mean, could see Jr. getting paid, but a million dollars a year to do yeah, the voice. That's a little oh, crazy. Man. But um, I, they I, they could just be throwing a bunch of money at him. You know, I I, I would if I if I had that uh, that bank account. Yeah. You well, know, here's the thing: a million dollars a year. AEW's only having what two shows this year. Yeah. I can see them throwing money for him to to call the shows. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would love to have Jr. But on there calling them. They can't throw out yearly contracts yet because they're not doing. They don't. It's have not a like TV they're running. They're yet. not running two hundred and fifty pounds right. of. I mean, and Jr. is familiar with at least seventy percent of the, the the carb from oh, being yeah. being with New Japan and and you know everything else. Right. Um, I, that's another guy I think the WWE dropped the ball with because they had him under contract. They they could, you know, obviously it was limited dates, but you know why not have him call, you know, uh, one of the one of the overseas shows or, um, you know, maybe an NXT. Uh, I, uh, takeovers I, well, that's what I thought. I thought when he signed after he did the he did the uh, women's uh, tournament. Am I right? I think so. Yeah, I thought he was gonna like switch over to either doing what other any other tournament they were doing or maybe. Uh-huh. Doing the takeovers with Morrow or something like that, and it yeah. would be really interesting. Yeah, they, they. I, I haven't seen him all. When was the last time he was on? I think it was that women's tournament. Yeah, and uh, that was that was forever ago, man. So yeah. I mean, yeah, you got this great talent in Jr. and you just kind of paying him to sit at home. So I don't, I don't blame the guy for leaving. And um, it'll be interesting to see where he, where he goes. Maybe he goes back to New Japan. Uh, maybe he goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes. Maybe he wants to commentate for another sport. Maybe you know he's always talking about the. Uh, Oklahoma college football team, maybe go over there. That'd just do cool. some, you know, do some football commentary. He did it with the XFL. I say, I say he reunites. <laughs> or maybe he will do it with the XFL. The XFL is going to be rebooting. <laughs> I, see re- I say he reunites with Tony Schiavone. I'll be awesome. Uh. <laughs> well, Cornette just started with MLW. Yes, as a did he commentator really? and creative person or whatever uh, they're cool. calling. I love Cornette. I heard. Uh, I heard Schiavone quit. Quit what MLW? MLW? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um. Some somebody was uh, again. This was somebody that was telling me that he heard this on this podcast. So I have no idea if this is true or not. But uh, he said that uh, Shivani does commentary for some baseball. Yeah. Thing. He, he does baseball and uh, Georgia football too. Yeah. So he said that like the the scheduling was He's, it was a big scheduling yeah, conflict. So he quit. Cause, yeah, because they want him to do more of those live shows with him and Conrad. But it's just like. Yeah. He's got a busy schedule, man. Uh uh-huh. yeah. yeah. But um So yeah, cool. I mean, best of luck to JR, man. I hope uh, I hope he, you know, finds some some home where I can where I can hear him on commentary. Well, now that he's out of contract. He's the best of all time. Someone's going to pay him. Absolutely. If, if anything, he'll go back to New Japan and and be to Joey Styles in New Japan uh-huh. with uh what's his name? Uh the the MMA fighter who was calling it with him. 
Can you imagine if he does like UFC or something like UFC or That'd be hot. Strike Force or Bellator or one of the? I would love to see him do any of that. Cool. Yeah. He, I would watch. Yeah, I would watch him do anything. I'd watch him narrate. He's very knowledgeable of uh, uh, MMA, also, so I could see him doing that if if anything. Mm. But he's he's Jr. He, he's yeah. going to have a job. He should just narrate <laughs> crazy Netflix documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> just do, it'd be like the uh, the alternate audio yeah, track yeah. or something. <laughs> it's gonna be a new Netflix feature. That'd be cool as hell. All right. Uh, oh my God! The collar bomb went off. <laughs> <laughs> he took over the whole town in Oregon. That's actually the theme of my podcast next week. New Rick's going to be on. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. I, I got to make sure I watch that before I come over. Yeah, you got see Evil Genius. That's yeah, the one I really yeah. want to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, let's get into our next clip, shall we? Let's do it. We got. Uh, what do we got? We got Aaron Ganey. Um, this was a uh, a great interview. This entire this if you felt could like find- a hardcore match. Yeah, like this it was, was like rough. definitely like a hardcore match. I could not Ultra stop violent. that guy from cursing and talking about sexual <laughs> stuff and all kinds of. Is that his son sitting next? Yeah, yeah. His, his son, son was there. like what ten? Yeah, man. This, this was this was no holds barred. <laughs> this was rough. Um, La- this last was man standing. Probably in Probably the most awkward I've ever felt. And so, poor, so do you have like a language warning before you put it on, or you just no? I, I bleeped out? a bunch of stuff, but uh, <laughs> I, it, this this isn't even really the dirty stuff that he's. If you if you go and listen to that, uh, I believe it's episode ninety four uh, of Russell Rock. It's it's definitely not safe for work. He talks about you know boobs and all kinds of things. Um, so uh, Corey Castle couldn't be here today. He's doing Capital Wrestling, but he did send in a little piece of audio introducing this clip. So we're going to play that, and then we're going to get to the interview with Aaron Ganey. The idea for a clip show for some of the the best moments in Wrestle Rock in the last 200 episodes, <clears throat> Quick, pretty quickly into the discussion about putting together one of these shows, the uh, the idea of... Clips from Aaron Aaron Ganey's um, episode of the podcast, episode number ninety four. Man, you should listen to the entire episode. But man, this clip is hilarious. Uh, this episode was hilarious. Not only hilarious, but holds a very special place in our hearts. And if Aaron meant anything to you in your life while he was alive, man, you'll love this. Even. Even if he didn't, this was hilarious. Uh, Kid Osborne, I'm sorry. Hope you come back to the show at some point. <laughs> Thanks so much for participating in uh, kind of getting called out and, uh, you know, it being on a live broadcast. Episode number 94, Aaron Ganey. Fire it up. Did you say Kid Osborne? Oh, uh, Kid Osborne. Yeah, we had him on the show last week. You don't even know this story. No, I probably oh. not. Oh, we no, gotta... no, you don't. Because your eyes got big. We said, wow, you know this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, My eyes actually got... I don't know him, but you guys said his name and it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I got a 20-year-old daughter. She's half black, half white. So, and, and everybody, I'm not trying to sound like uh, Donald Trump or nothing like that. But in the, in the normal world, oh, she, she's pretty hot. Were you saying that Kid Osborne was hitting on her? He might have banged her. Because he hit on my girlfriend, too. Oh, no, he might have banged her, man. Listen, listen, something happened, man, because, hold on, hold on. She she comes to me and says, oh, I, you know some guy named Kyle? I said, no. Well, he's a wrestler and stuff. Oh, man. Oh, he says he knows who you are. 
All right, so I seen this kid Oz one. I said, yeah, I heard of him and stuff because I had to Wikipedia him and stuff like that. Oh, he's got uh, Wikipedia? Wikipedia? He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, I seen him. He's, he's a good-looking guy, man. I, I, I saw him, and, um, um, you know, first of all, I was, you know, it sucks that he's a wrestler and stuff <laughs> like that, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she claims they just sat in the car and talked, but let me tell you something, bro. I sat in the car and talked <laughs> with many of your girls, okay? <laughs> Hold on. He's probably telling people, you know, the nice hearing nightmare's daughter, you know, did this to me. And I, they're probably like, they probably think she looks like me. But they're probably <laughs> laughing at him like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, yo, are you kidding me? See some so, girl so in like the leopard he, print. Yeah, yeah. He's probably not telling anybody <laughs> now, so that's yeah. kind of good. Face paint. Yeah, the face paint and the, the, <laughs> everything. Oh, my goodness. Am I talking too much? No, no not I, at all. I, I, not I don't know. We love this. I'm going to send this right to Kit. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, he has yeah, to get yeah. a he has yeah. to get a link to this. Wait, we can we, we can we can have him on the show with you and we can have a debate on A debate? Yo, I am down for that. I am, I am so down for that. Can we yo. bring your daughter <laughs> all three no, parties? No. All three parties. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a <laughs> Dr. Jerry Springer or yeah. Maury or one of those. Yeah. We'll just have a truth for dare where he has to tell me, yo, did he did she <laughs> I'm sorry, we got a uh, we got a phone call. Can we uh oh. can we go oh, to this real quick? I hope it's not my kid. Let's go to this real quick. Hey, what's going on? You're on Russell Rock. Oh, hey, uh, this is uh, Kyle from WKYLE, uh, a competing, uh, competing podcast. I just wanted to call and let you guys know that you all won two free tickets to WrestleMania in Orlando. All right. All that. That's great, man. It's our lucky day. Yeah. Well, funny, yeah. funny so In order for only... There's only two tickets, so in order for all, all of you to go, uh, only two of you we can to, go. We have to sit in the car and talk with you. <laughs> we have yeah. to what? I'm sorry. Yeah. We have to sit in the car and talk with you for two hours. Don't just hand me those tickets, bro. See, I'm going to sit in two freaking seats at the airplane. At the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well give them to me now, man. This is your father-in-law. <laughs> God, we, got, we got your father-in-law. You are officially a Nigerian white mare. <laughs> that's right. I think you just you made him in the wrestling biz. That that's got to be your new gimmick, man. Look, it's, it's like this, man. It's like this. My daughters tell me everything, so I just say, listen, it's okay that you <laughs> her football team, but just remember, <laughs> just remember, okay. <laughs> You know, I, I tell them things, man. Just remember, if they wear condoms, it really doesn't count as on them. And don't hurt. <laughs> well, it probably doesn't taste very good. How do you know? How, how I said know? probably. I don't know. I'm just saying. If I would think it would taste like rubber or something. Right. Yeah. Well, we got Kyle on the. Kyle is uh, is what uh, Aaron saying true? I, I actually I can barely like, I can barely hear anything. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, he's, hey, you he's know what? You us. know what? You know what? That's a great answer, Kyle. Because <laughs> you know it, it was all funny and stuff like that. But as it went and went and went, you know, because I I volunteered the stuff. But yeah. when it's coming to me, you know, and <laughs> I'm like, you know, because I, 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 I want to know, but I don't want to know. Did you hit it, man, or what? Did you hit it? What? You don't want to know. You want to know what? <laughs> Yeah, right. you, just, you guys didn't just sit in the car and talk, okay? Nobody's stupid. I, I didn't. I'm a gainie. She's a gainie. Gainies have high sex drives, okay? So let's just cut the stuff, okay? Nice. Good. What are we talking about? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> I have no idea. Right, here's, I'm, here's... Uh, I'm a new caller here. I, I don't know anything about wrestling. And, uh, oh, okay, Mr. Snap. I would like to, uh, <laughs> like to plead the fifth over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting really nervous. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, bro. She's I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know we were. I seriously had no idea what, what, was, what we were talking about, and now I know yeah. everything, and I'm going, why did I call in? Why <laughs> ah. did you just hear oh, your I, name, and you oh, were like, head. hey, I want to call in? Listen, bro. I'm not mad at you. I, I get told. Uh, I get told, "Hey, you should call in uh, uh, <laughs> to the Razzle Rock uh, Radio." And I go, "Oh, all right, I'll do it right now." And then and I'm like, well, "I wonder what they're talking about." Well, listen, listen. And then I call in and I go, "Why did I do that?" I start doing some research. Maybe you look at their Twitter before I call. <laughs> listen, for future reference, whoever told you that is not your friend. <laughs> She's not your friend. Yeah. All right. He's not oh, my. Yeah. So, uh, you listen, bro. It, it, you know, no hard feelings and stuff like that. She's an attractive girl. I'd probably be more pissed if you didn't do anything because that means you're calling her fat and ugly, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, I had uh, I had no idea, uh, you know, who you were. I mean, I knew who you are, but I didn't know, you know, your, like, the real name and everything. And, and, then, I, and then she tells me, and I go... What? <laughs> like, are you, is this a? Uh, is this, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is gonna get out somehow, and I just know it. And look what happens. Now I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now it's out there on the internet, sir. Now you're in trouble. I, I, I'd rather yeah, put thanks. the story out there than than you, than you and somebody else or whatever. Because if I was banging a wrestler's daughter on the indie circuit. I'm telling everybody, man. <laughs> I would tell everybody because I'm, I'm crazy. I'm screwed up, man. You know, so I felt that your guy and you probably would say, hey, by the way, I banged his daughter. So I'm just going to say it. Uh, <laughs> He's beating you to the punch. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just calling in. So anyway, uh, what's going on? Uh, did you guys watch Raw? How about that? You see the little passwords? That means he had sex with her raw. Okay? Oh man! No condom. So, right? Speaking of SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So now he's. <laughs> so now he's physically abusive. Yeah. Now he's talking. <laughs> Well, hey uh, guys, I, I have to I have to go, but I wanted to finish it with this since since you know I, I had this all happen. Um, you know, due to the time when all this happened, you know, I'd have to say that the pay per view I would probably call it SummerSlam. So uh, uh, <laughs> there now you having go. <laughs> said that, uh, you know, I'm glad that you know nobody hates me. I hope not. I mean, I would never want that. But, uh, I, I, I'm going to uh, hate you. I'm going to hate you because you had sex with my daughter. Please, dude. It's probably like 20 other know, guys or whatever. Jesus. I, I mean, it's just sex. I would hate you, yeah, you, if know, you. I would hate you if you said, ill, get out of my face, you ugly, fat whore. <laughs> then I would hate you. Whoa, but whoa. if you're saying that she's beautiful enough that you would let her spread her legs and, and, and have sex and, <laughs> and, and hand, hand, anything, man, listen. If it's consensual, bro. <laughs> if it's consensual, I can't trip. Mm. No oh, tripping yeah. allowed. Well, I, 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 I'll say this though: if I, if I, if I knew, like, <laughs> if I knew anything beforehand, I probably wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't try to incriminate myself. In <laughs> you, you're, wrestling you're stuttering <laughs> so hard right now; it's hilarious. To no, me. no, I'm. A, 
And you know why? Because you thought I'm she was going to... I'm pacing back and forth my own kitchen over here now. You, you, you thought you, that she was going to yeah. look like me, so that's what it was. You shocked, okay? You was, yeah, that's kind of messed up because it's, a, it's, a, it's something towards me because you're, you're like, you were shocked when she said that, you know, I'm her daughter, right? Or, I mean, excuse me, well, Nigerian Nightmares is my dad. You were shocked. Well, she didn't say anything like that. She, I just, I remember, I like wound up mentioning, uh, hey, yeah, I'm a wrestler. Uh, you know, I do that, you know, that putting on the tights, uh, getting a tan, putting on oil type of gimmick thing. She's like, that's, this like, is... really? Because, like, my, my dad does that. And I go, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, after the fact, and I go, who's your dad? <laughs> the Rock. And then she wound up like, you know, I, I had to figure it out. And His I, name I is Dwayne. Usually yeah. you don't ask know. who's she your didn't... daddy afterwards. Oh. <laughs> Now, but the one thing, I well, swear, that's, that's I, what happens. It's afterwards. I swear to God, this is a true story. The one thing she did say is she, you made her sit and watch tapes of your matches. Oh, you oh. spoke. I did yes. not do you any of that. You tried to put no yourself way. over. No, she, no, 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 hold no, no, on, don't talk do over that. me. And she, no told, she told me how bored she was <laughs> watching the tapes of your matches. She said she acted like it was cool, but she was like, Daddy, I don't even like watching your stuff. So she, you oh, yeah, put yourself, okay. listen, bro, that doesn't get the chicks, man. What gets the chicks is talking to them about real life. They don't care about how many bumps she took. Oh, Future no, reference. I don't. Future reference. Well, well, first of all, that's a lie. Because number one, I mean, not, not what you said. I mean. Uh, so he's uh, saying what, that um, he. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go, hey, 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 why don't we watch some of my matches on my phone? How about that? What a great night out, right? <laughs> no. That's what every worker does <laughs> on dates. <laughs> I've done that. Go ahead, Corey. Hey, listen, brother, oh, whatever you did, I guess it worked. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, <laughs> I can't knock you. Congratulations. The, uh, yeah. But anyway, but guys, like, I, I do have to, I have to head out. So I, uh, we'll talk to you later. Uh, you know, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for thoroughly embarrassing me. I appreciate <laughs> Sorry, it. Thanks, thanks for you. calling into the Doctor Oz show. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Love you, man. Uh, Thank you. All right, guys. I'll see you. All right. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Awesome. This is my this is my favorite episode <laughs> so far. Yeah, I didn't expect this to happen at all. Um, so Georgia Adams. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been. But, but that's the interview you want. Like yeah. A guy, his personality was massive. Perfect. Oh yeah, he was amazing. And he I, I he really, passed. Yeah, yeah, he just he passed away shortly after uh, that that episode. It was like a couple of weeks after it. He, uh, it was compl- complications to diabetes medication. They uh, switched up his medication. Sense of humor like that, that's a huge loss, man. Yeah, I love yeah. people who are funny like him. He was, he, he was hilarious. Uh, I'm really sad that we never got to have him on again. Um, I know it was a real shame. And uh, we never got to have Kid Osborne back on again yeah, either. We'll, we'll have him back on. We'll have him back on. <laughs> if he'll if come back on after, I'd like to talk uh, to him just about over. his wrestling journey because, you know, the whole leaving CCW and what his next steps are. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see if he can come on. Yeah. You know. Oh, man. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll invite him on for the four-year. <laughs> for next week? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of sex, we, what, we were going to talk about Ronda Rousey next week. <laughs> Since Matt was not happy about this week. <laughs> I just don't like the whole. Uh, well, it, it's that too, and like uh, the fourth wall and it being fake, and like the SNL hosts doing that with Braun. Yeah, they do the I'm same like, thing. Uh, oh, the S- oh, the SNL hosts. Yeah. They're hosting WrestleMania. Oh, I was angry. I was there live. I told oh, you. Well, I was th- like, yeah, you. Were, I was there live, yeah. dude. I wanted to kill. 
And the whole time my dad just texts me, he's like, what are you doing between the commercials? He's like, play the music you don't see when they, when they make the entrances. <laughs> they used to do, do they still do like the kiss cam stuff or anything no, like that? Do, no, they'll, they'll make the entrance, the, then they, they make the stage black, and then they'll play like promo videos. Uh, so basically okay. you're watching commercials for the stuff you're already, already watching. watching yeah. It's kind of like watching uh, the network and you're watching NXT and you got to watch commercials for all the pay-per-views. Yeah. And <laughs> That's what they do, yeah. and and then the, the lights go on, and then the music kicks back on, and then the next person comes down. It's really weird. It's overall. How do you think the the whole show was? It, um, Sitting there watching it live. The reunion was dope. I gotta admit, like uh, I thought it was dragged out a little bit with Dean. Uh, it was kind of cool seeing him across from me. Because we were we were on the hard cam side, yeah. uh, seeing him across from me, like fighting to go down the ramp, and just the two sections next to him losing their minds because he's just standing there. Yeah. And they don't know if they should touch him or try talking. <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, when Rousey snapped, her booting uh, Charlotte, like it wasn't really the beat down, but the, when she booed Charlotte, and you didn't even see that coming. Yeah. And she put her right through the ropes. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Besides that, I, I thought Raw was mediocre. Uh, they they did a is it Sunday night main event. Is that the show they have before? Saturday. I think it's just main event now. It's now main event. Oh. Uh, EC3 wrestled Apollo Crews for that. That was wow, weird. Wow, they're putting him on main event. Yeah, oh, I mean he geez. he went over an Apollo, but basically it was Apollo offense for seventy five percent of the match, and then he did like four moves. Yeah, but I mean it, it's it's on main event. Like the two hundred five live guys laugh at those guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what a great. That's probably the. Like to a T, that's that's correct. <laughs> right? That is very. That's a very correct statement. And then, and then the main, they weren't even the main event of that. It was Tyler Breeze and Lucha House Party versus uh, Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys. Uh. So that was actually a good yeah. match. But I'm a big fan of uh, Tyler Breeze mm, and the yeah. Bollywood Boys are. They're so small, they're underutilized, but they're a really good tag team when they actually get to wrestle. Well, since we're talking about uh, the greatest and uh, who who uh, who did the best this week, let's find out who wins wrestling this week, shall we? Who wins wrestling? Blah, 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 blah. Um, for me this week it's our truth because he uh, he had a great match on SmackDown, uh, and he, even though he lost, he cut such a good promo that just. Sucked me right in with the whole John Cena's my hero thing, and uh, was was that the one where Lacey Evans came down? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's yeah. like, and she walks, she does her thing where she walks to the back, and oh yeah, she don't want none. <laughs> like she was kind of answer the open show. I thought our truth was so great, and I'm I'm sad that he lost because. While he was cutting that promo and talking about how great John Cena is, I thought that maybe they were going to set up for a match between R Truth and John Cena at Mania. I would have enjoyed that. That would that would have been great. I think it would have been a really good match. Plus, it would have elevated R Truth. You know, well, a, a much I, I, more. I don't think more. it's like any like we've been singing the praises R Truth ever since him and Carmella got together. Yeah, it was it a great match. It looks yeah. stupid them two connecting, and it's been the best work R Truth's done in years. Yeah. I, yeah. He's still in phenomenal shape at his age because he's older too. Yeah, he's up he, there. He's in great. He's probably shape, in his forties or something. Yeah, probably all he can still fly. He's having with Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> he can still fly. I totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, it's all that sex. <laughs> um, Matt, it's a, uh, it's your funny you went with our truth because I went, I went with Samoa Joe. For winning, the, for when the and yeah. uh, so Matt steals my pick this week. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I think, I think. 
I think he's going to issue an open challenge for WrestleMania. I think Cena's going to accept. Oh uh, yeah, I think yeah. they'll have an awesome match. That could, yeah, that if they're given like time and everything, and you know, it's not just a squash, but yeah, yeah. So, Mark, how about you, man? I have no idea. <laughs> um, Honestly, if you want to still go with Joe, keep him. Uh, I I would have to go with Joe. How many years? You, like everybody's been waiting to see him come to WWE, and then he just like kept dragging him and dragging yeah. him. He finally wins a belt that's not an NXT title. It, it you could see he, he was trying to hide the emotion when he first grabbed the belt. And that was kind of cool, like trying yeah. to see him still try to be a bad guy. Yeah. But you, you know, he he really wanted that because <laughs> who? There's nothing else going on really. No SmackDown. I, would, I don't know. They, they, Kofi was only wasn't even really on the show. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. The the, the new day was uh, strangely they did, like, absent. They did like some like pancake. I heard that there was something. there was an in India or something. They had like a pancake eating contest for NTV in India. Oh really? The, yeah, I don't know if they did they air clips of it on SmackDown. I didn't, they aired something, but then somewhere, okay. uh, it was just something they they just happened to be in India that day. I so mean, the, yeah. I mean, what else? The AJ Orton was interesting. Oscar yeah. showing up after not seeing her forever, kicking two girls in the well, head. Orton's, was Orton's promo was good though. That that quick no, where, where he was like, "Oh, no wonder you were on the Indies." Orton's for always years good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's always good playing like that um, douchey jock. Yeah. And like, just all he has to do is say a couple words and yeah. walk away. Mm. So, um, fast lanes coming up this Sunday. Uh, we're not going to have time to talk about it because we still got another clip to play. <laughs> but uh, it looks awesome. Last week we were saying how like, like, was, like the, kind the of car looks good, man. Yeah, man. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, we'll definitely Google have, it. There's, we'll, there's going to yeah, be a couple. There's going to be a couple sleeper matches on that that nobody's going to expect. I yeah. mean, uh, I, I refer to this pay per view as like uh, what they talk in football as a trap game. Where yeah. like a team's ready to play the big game, like two weeks out, and they play some team they're supposed to just annihilate, and then that that team comes up and whoops them. Yeah. So I I got a weird feeling Fastlane's gonna have about two or three like really like really like, hot matches like barn burners, and yeah. then then the rest of the pay per view should be okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next week, and next week we'll probably have a much uh, clearer picture of what WrestleMania is gonna be. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, because you know. They haven't really been building it up too much. But uh, let's get into our, uh, our last clip. I actually have two more clips, but we're not, we don't have time for it. So we'll just uh, we'll cut Tom Brandy. He, he won't Sorry, mind. Tom. Um, you know what? For the podcast listeners, I'll put it in on the, on, at, the end of the, uh, at the end of the show. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, after everything. After Nick Burke sings, sings us off. But right now, we have to get to probably my favorite interview uh, of all time. This is the greatest so podcast interview of all time. <laughs> yeah. This is so nuts. Who was it you who kept asking him about Macho Man and that's where I think that was uh, me. Dean. Was you? We were asked the interview was awful. <laughs> to be to be fair in our defense, it was one of those where like we was, had no idea he was Hey buddy, we, we Pop was going to call in. Yeah, okay. We were like 90% sure that he wasn't going to call yeah. in, so nobody did any research. Not only that, I I I swear and I think I said it on the show that episode. We as soon as he said his name on there, we completely, all of us just completely yeah. forgot his for career. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, I, I completely forgot everything he's done except for the Hogan program, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So let's it, play it, man. Vigilante Papo here on, <laughs> on Razzle Rock. So uh, we've been wanting to have this person in the studio. Unfortunately, we couldn't, so we got him on the phone, so we're very, very happy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lanny Papo to the phone line. Yes. What's going on, sir? Oh, hang on. We got I am the genius of glory and renown. Yes. Of living in the past. So with, I, I have a question about you with Mr. Perfect. 
Um, you obviously you are a very uh, wise wrestling mind, but he's very good. You know, he, he came from a very good uh, family background of wrestling. Did you help mold him, or was it more or less he guided you? What What do you what uh What was the dynamic? They just, no, they just. One moment, please. Everything's good. They just, they just threw us together, and uh, I didn't mold anybody. He was already great before I met him. Unfortunately, he got involved with drugs, and he uh, made an early escape from this world, which is sad because he had about six kids. Yeah. And uh, I met one of them, and an uh, excellent guy. Uh, I really miss Mr. Perfect, uh, Kurt Henning. He's a wonderful person. But I just hate drugs, and yeah. I'll say that to anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Can can you uh, talk about the the rap song that you wrote about uh, Mr. Perfect that got on Macho Man's album? Well, my my brother came to me and said, "Do you want to write anything against Hulk Hogan?" I said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> He's the reason that I'm interesting enough to have a podcast with. Right. You know <laughs> what he did for me on NBC. Mm-hmm. But um, says, well, how about doing something for Mr. Perfect? I said that that's good. I'll call it the Perfect Friend, and I wrote a nice thing, and uh, that was the only uh, thing on the album that wasn't not um, derogatory. Yeah, that was that. Was, that is one of the best songs on on that album. Uh, there was that 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 song that Randy had against um, that that was like BM. I think it was called Be a Man. And it was against uh, Hulk Hogan. Did he have did he have like a like major heat with Hogan? You know, I know it's a short interview, but I'd rather not dredge it up. You know. Okay. No um, I love both of them, and um, I wish we could all just get along. After all, it's um, it's all past that time now. You know, we should. Um, I'm a grown ass man, and it's about time we all got along. You know? Yeah, definitely, yeah, absolutely. I just, I just wanted to know what was your favorite program working in WWE? Oh, of course, the one with Hulk Hogan. You know? Yeah. Um, I didn't really uh, enjoy anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just doing it for the money. I'm a whore. <laughs> and, uh, Respect. That's the way it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was... but the only difference is, I'm a whore that forgot to spend his money, and I went ahead and saved it and invested it wisely. Now I don't have to be a whore anymore. Right, there that's good. Go. That, that's awesome. smart. So, um, no, note to all you whores out there: save yeah. your money. <laughs> save your money. It's okay. I'm still a whore. So yeah. <laughs> I think we all are. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so your uh, your time in WWE b- before that. Uh, where were you working in WWE before that as uh, as Leaping Lanny Poffo? I was in Memphis with Jerry Lawler and ICW for my for my dad and my brother and myself. Mm-hmm. It was our own outfit. Oh, okay. So um, we were doing double duty with both. What I, what I wanted to... Um, I sure am glad. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask sort of... Uh, when it comes to, like, second generation and third generation, you yourself are a second generation. And, uh, and like, thinking about, like, the business now, I, I, I believe you, I've heard you say before that you don't follow the current product. Is that right? 
I just don't watch a lot of television. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> except in baseball season, I watch everything. <laughs> but um, what, when it, when not it comes... that I'm not appreciative. I just I'm I'm saturated with it. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it comes to like watching someone like um, Curtis. Curtis, what is it? Curtis Axel? Yeah. When it comes to like watching second generation guys, like, um, or like even Randy Orton or like The Rock, and like, look how big he's third generation. Those guys are third generation. Like, when it comes to like the wrestling business being in your blood, do you like feel that pull or do you have like a, a some kind of uh, bond with these guys? Like, unspoken? I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No. I love no, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. So now, I. The I, thing is, everybody's got to make something and you know, whatever. Right. But uh, he was a nice person, and I. Uh, I it was back when uh, you realized Damian Sandow actually called me up to ask me permission to use the Macho Mandow. I said, "Listen, thank you for asking, but of course you can. And even if I didn't want it, you know, um, Randy would do it. You know, it's like." <laughs> If you can make money, go ahead and make it. Right. You know, I, so, but I'm sure nice of him to ask permission. Yeah, that is you nice. know something, guys? I'm very, very sorry, but I don't know if you heard that ambulance. Yeah. Uh, I really have to go now, and uh, I'm very sorry, but we'll do it again some other time, okay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Oh, okay. You're welcome. Have a good day. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. I wonder what was going on. That wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> That's um oh god I hope he, I hope everything's okay. I don't know. We just <laughs> I think that was a that was a loud excuse to go. Oh, that's a good one. It took him a while. To, wait a minute. I should have said this earlier. I can still do it if I Can I just paint the picture? Rich is like waving his hands at us to ask questions. Somebody I had and nothing. I completely I'm sorry. forgot Lanny Poffo's yeah. entire career. I had a couple I completely I, forgot. I had a couple questions. I wanted yeah. I loved his moonsault. I, yeah. I like how he'd step yeah. up with one foot and then do it. Like I, I wanted to ask him about that. I, I thought that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to do it. Yeah, and never could. I'm not the most. You know. Well, you're also not a genius. You're right. <laughs> well, according to some people, I am. They say. Do we, do we still, Listen, genius. Do we still have Tom Brandy's number? I think he was great. Brandy um, ruled. Tom Brandy was awesome. He's like, can you believe they're asking me about Hogan? <laughs> Why it's a good impression. Me about he, me. <laughs> he didn't even know that I wrestled in Memphis. <laughs> that that was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, whatever. Yeah, so what did you do <laughs> before WWE? <laughs> yeah. Did you I, do anything? I totally. <laughs> Great. I totally blanked, and I'm like, do? I know he you was wrestling like, beforehand. I don't remember where it was. <laughs> he, that was that was the the turning point where he's like, uh, uh, I have to go, yeah, guys. There's an Memphis. ambulance. Yeah. You know, I know this is a short interview. Oh, okay, I guess this is a short interview, guys. No, he said oh, shoot. He said, shoot. he said it was a shoot interview. Uh, I thought he said short, like he's gonna. Keep I'm gonna make it short. a short interview. Damn it! Yeah. You hear that ambulance going by? It's not, it doesn't mean anything. In my, for me, it doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying, did you hear it? Yep. I have to go and fight crime. You think he just has a soundboard next to him? Like, like he just hits a button. Hey, that's an ambulance coming by. Get it out of here, guys. Sorry, I was just in the you bathroom. I'm, I'm totally using that. <laughs> oh, I hear my baby my crying. My baby's crying. I have to go. <laughs> Do you hear my chickens? Chickening, whatever it is. They're talking about Hulk Hogan. My chickens bucking. They need me. <laughs> I think, like in his mind, he probably you know how like 
if you're a fifth grade like in history class and you have a project and you have to interview somebody I think that's what he <laughs> thought this was the equivalent of. Yeah. So what was working with Hulk Hogan like? Well, oh, my, this is an ambulance song. Remember, <laughs> mem- remember, remember when he had a brother? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> remember your speech at the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> Didn't you do it all over again? Are you, are you, so you're a second generation wrestler. What's so up with that? So you mem- mem- remember when your brother wrestled Steamboat? <laughs> that was so great. Do you feel like is a Cool. Like everybody else, I, I don't know. <laughs> wow, you curmudgeon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Vince, I have to go. There's an ambulance. Did you hear that horse <laughs> trotting by? <laughs> Sorry, there's a horse and buggy. <laughs> He's got two coconuts. <laughs> he, he just smacks a pint glass off the table. He's like, someone's yeah, breaking into my house. I gotta go. Yeah, he's got like this sugar glass. Big someone's <laughs> someone's breaking in. I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys later. Did you hear that goat? Sorry, I have to milk my sheep. Um, it's been great talking to you fellas. Uh, <laughs> my turtle just flipped over. <laughs> Flipped over. Gotta go. Gotta go, guys. Uh, if you're Lenny Poffo, if you're Lenny Poffo, please leave us a comment and tell us that you're okay. That uh, you know there wasn't an accident that happened right in front of you, or if you had to go solve a crime, or if uh, if you hate our guts and just wanted to get the hell off the phone. Vigilante Poffo. Oh my god, I love Vigilante Papa. Music just starts playing, he puts his little gown on his hat and runs out there and saves people. Oh my god, that's brilliant. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt that nobody will buy. Oh man, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard. After I was laughing so hard in here just now. <laughs> Sitting with you guys Listen. and reliving that. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's been a while since I heard that. My turtle just flipped over. My turtle <laughs> just flipped over. I got to go. Freaking Burke. Oh, God. That makes me laugh. Yeah, we should have had Burke in here for, for the replay we'll of that interview. We'll see if he can come in next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four anniversary there. That'd be cool. Oh, man. So we've uh, we've gone over our time. But we uh, we had a great uh, time today, Mark. What what do we got going on for the Uneducated Podcast? Well, I'm I gonna got, be on it. So uh, I, know, you, uh, I got really drunk this week, and it was my <laughs> fault. Uh, I'll talk about that on the show. Uh, Rick and my sister are gonna be on. We're gonna talk uh, some of these docu series on Netflix. Uh, if you end up seeing Matt, Captain Marvel, I'm seeing that on Sunday night. If you want to talk about that too. Uh, besides that, uh, I. I don't know. I'm gonna try staying sober for a few days. I'm I'm pretty beat up. <laughs> um. Well, you know, sober up for now, and then we'll drink again on Wednesday. Yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, and <laughs> Google Play. <laughs> so, uneducated podcast. Listen to that coming up pretty soon. Um, Matt, do you have anything? Do you have a network pick for us? No, I haven't been watching too much of the network. I know they did the uh, premiered of Roman Reigns documentary after a chronicle yeah yeah Yeah, so i'm gonna check that out yeah i suggest you guys should too sounds pretty cool uh speaking of uh mark's sister karen uh i have my own podcast that i do with her every week uh it's on itunes it's called "Eh, it's something to do 
Uh, we just talk about TV and movies and uh, you know theater, books, whatever we uh, whatever 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 we feel like doing that week. Uh, it's a pretty cool podcast. Check that out. Also, check out my YouTube channel. It's tinyurlcom slash YouTube Rick Connor C O N N O R. I'm currently posting all the DCW matches that I just filmed uh, last week or the weekend before. And uh, check out our merchandise store, man. Teespring.com slash store slash wrestle dash Vigilante Popo. Vigilante Popo shirts are on there, man. Pick one up. Now that you know the, the history and My the uh, origin hurts. of that. What's that? My stomach hurts. I was, that was so <laughs> Yeah, I'm like oh, crying God. in here, dude. Oh. oh, man. So that'll about do it for this episode of Ras Rock. Join us next week for our four-year anniversary, man. Mark, thank you very much for coming thank in, buddy. Once again, <laughs> I'll, I'll be here until I start working again. <laughs> uh, I'm Reconner. Matt Flowers. Let's take it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Burke. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. So we got uh, we got a caller on the line. Hey, what's going on? You're on Wrestle Rock. Tom Brandy, how are you, brother? Tom Brandy's Tom calling Brandy's into the show. On Russell Rock. Yeah. Thanks for calling, sir. Tom, I, I did want to ask you, um, while we have you on the line, you were in all Japan in like 92, 93, with like, that was like when they were getting into their prime era of existence. You worked with the other Patriot on the tour also. I wanted to ask you about that tour. Right. Now, were you and uh, Del Welks, were you friendly with one another? Were, did you ride together? Things oh, sure. Like that? Sure. No, I, everything was cool. Like I said, Del, Del hasn't done anything until the last year. I mean, I've been doing it. 98 is when I started doing the Patriot. And Del hasn't really mouthed off until the last year or two. And it's like, look, anytime you want to take a ride up to, to, to New Jersey and wrestle in front of 50 people, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not we're not we're not no nobody ever took anything from Del Wilkes. Del Wilkes retired in ninety seven. Yeah. Del Wilkes is his career was over. He has not wrestled a match since nineteen ninety seven. And his body was totally shredded from all the drugs he did in Japan and everywhere in between. See Del would take a month's worth of steroids the day before he left because he couldn't bring him on a plane. Mm. So if you do that, you're going to destroy your body. So, I mean, Del, Del's whole career, and I'm not saying anything that's not true, Del's whole career was nine years. Mm-hmm. I've been wrestling 32 years probably because I don't take drugs and never did. Yeah. So, Del, Del and his wife just started to mouth off, and I've never responded to them. They're not worth responding to. Because, believe me, one day if I ever go off on them, you're going to really see me destroy them because there's a lot. I, I, you can Google Del Wilkes. Mm-hmm. And you could there's a lot of stuff that I can just destroy him with. Mm. And you could Google Tom Brandy, and the only thing you're going to see is Del Wilkes bad mouth and Tom Brandy. So <laughs> I'm 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 big I'm bigger than that. So I mean, like my point is, anybody that knows the story, there's only one story, and, and I'll make it very simple and quick. The, the story is, we were doing shows. This goes back to 1998-97. We were doing shows that were sponsored by 1-800-COLLECT. And they were run by a promoter named Tom Shade out of Missouri. And we was, we wrestled at all the Army bases around the country. 1-800-COLLECT had the tour. I saw the poster. I saw the shirts and the, and the memorabilia from the tour. So we were on tour, and they reached out to Dell because we were going to Columbia, South Carolina. 
And Dell said, listen, I'm done. I'll never wrestle again. My body's shredded. My, my, my ligaments or my um, uh, everything, uh, tendons are shredded. And I can literally injure myself by combing my hair. And I was there when Honky Tong Man and Jake the Snake were the bookers on the tour. And Honky said, so let's find a guy. He said, listen, well, let me take a step back. So when they reached out to Dell, Dell said, listen, I'm done. I'm no involvement in the business. You want to use the character, use the character. He goes, but we're in Columbia. You want to come out and do it for us in Columbia, South Carolina? He goes, no, no interest. I'm done with the business. And this is, this is gospel. You could ask Honky. You could ask Jake. Jake even remembers, but Honky remembers. And from that point, they said, well, let's look around for a guy, get a mask and a pair of trunks, and we need a USA character on these bases. We're wrestling in front of 2,000 Marines. Yeah, you put him against it was it was the uh, it was it was um, what do you call it at the time, Sultan. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Umaga was doing yeah. See, Akishi gave the Sultan outfit to his brother. This is before he ever got a break. He needed his experience, so they gave uh, the outfit to uh, Umaga. This is way before he got the job with Vince. Mm-hmm. So you have Sultan. You have a guy wearing a, a red, white, and blue outfit. And you have 2,000 soldiers, and I think you can imagine how great it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so from that point, the Patriot was created, and the Patriots kept going. And the only thing that kept this gimmick from going like the doink gimmick is uh, the person wearing the outfit should have a decent build. Yeah. I hate to see anybody wear the outfit called the Patriot, but my attitude's been the same way. I've never tried to get it on TV I've never reached out to any federation saying, hey, I'm the Patriot, you want to book me, meaning like Vince or TNA or any of these. It's always been meant for a local indie circuit, mm-hmm. a local circuit that Del Wilkes never would be on anyway, whether he was wrestling or not, a local East Coast indie circuit. And like I said, I never took it to a certain level of trying to go any further than it goes now, meaning you know, that, that local show with 50, 100, 200 people that Del Wilkes never would have been booked on anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really something where it could be any name. Anybody goes out there, red, white, and blue, I'm going to still wrestle the same way. Right. I give flags out to the kids. I'm still going to give the flags out to the kids. I'm still going to sign the 8 by 10 I'm still going to sell the, 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 the Lucha Libre masks. I'm still going to do what I've been doing for 20 years. Well, I you mean, could like... call it the Patriot. You could call it Mr. Stars and Stripes. You could call it... Mr. USA, but that's Tony Atlas. But you come up with a name. In the end, it's still going to be that same red, white, and blue gimmick and representing, you know, again, you wrestle the foreigner and you have a nice little 10, 12-minute match. It's and the oldest story. And it's like really like what I was saying, what there's nothing, no substitute for live wrestling. And that's what the experience right. is. So when everybody can get into chanting something really familiar like USA – then it's it, then it's just the involvement, and and it doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's... And you know what, Corey, it, it, it's true. We've been on many shows together. Yeah, you see what it represents, mm-hmm. and believe me, I have nowhere to hide. I have nowhere to run. Um, it's a very simple, you know, simple big um, uh, uh, idea to wear red, white, and blue. Good against evil. And it's that simple. Del Wilkes thinks that he created this Undertaker-sized gimmick. He did. It's not. It was not that great to start with. Yeah. 
It didn't have staying power. Okay, a little run with, with Bret Hart. Dell was always hurt, okay? Dell was never anything where, again, it's not like anybody's running around calling himself the Undertaker. <laughs> um, the other part of the story was Honky Tonk Man, you know, he's always going back and forth, whether he's like on good terms or bad terms with Vince. He had an idea one time, which was, was, a, was a very smart idea. He went out and he copyrighted gimmicks that Vince let go. So he went out and he has like right now to this day, he still owns about six characters. He owns the Patriot. He owns Brutus Beefcake. He owned the Nasty Boys. He had four, six, or eight different gimmicks at one point to where he wanted to cash in when Vince would put these gimmicks on DVDs. And if he ever got to the point where he was going head-to-head with Vince, he wanted to serve Vince with a letter saying, hey, look, I want to be paid. You use my – I have the copyright to this gimmick. I want to be paid. So this is something Wayne's never had to do. He wants to stay on good terms. But that was his initial plan, like – for 250 bucks for the year, that was his investment that he said was well worth it. Yeah. yeah. And he wanted me to be the only one because we've been friends a long time, and I was the one that he put in his character way back in 98 yeah. to do the gimmick. And when I'm done with it, I'm going to hand it off to the next person. Maybe it'll be Corey Castle. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I Corey, can you want to do it? I, I would love to do it, yeah. When I'm done, uh, I'll hand it to you. But All my right. point is... It's a character that should live a long time. There were Patriots before Del Wilkes. Right. Okay, there were characters in Memphis. There was a tag team. There was a comic book that Jerry Lawler made. You could Google all this stuff. I saw, I saw the movie and, with Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The bottom line is Del Wilkes was, was when WWE, you know, WWF, WCW, and nobody will take that away. The life goes on. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't want to do it anymore, his body doesn't allow him to do it, it's just like, you know, again, like Doink and some of these other ones. I mean, there's been three nature boys. There's been four nature boys if you count Paul Lee or Stan Lee or whatever the hell his name is. But <laughs> the point is wrestling will, will evolve longer than all of us live. And I'll be happy the next person that does the Patriot. There's a couple guys across the country that'll pop up here and there. Somebody will send me something on Facebook. I don't care because it's not an area that I'm going to wrestle in anyway. Like there's a guy in Georgia that travels with Robert Gibbs, and I see him at some of the big time wrestling shows that I do. I just saw him two weeks ago, and he just outright told me one day. He says, "Hey, brother, you know," and he he has a, you know he just doesn't look like a patriot. He looks like a, a Georgia patriot, and I, I don't you know you can imagine that in your own mind. But he comes up to me one time. He goes, hey, brother, I hope you don't mind me doing the Patriot. I'm looking at him like, whatever. <laughs> You're going to be doing them in southern Georgia and, you know, in front of 20 people. But I'm not going to sit here and send you, like, cease and desist letters. He's you want to do it? Knock like yourself out. Beach. It's, not, it's not an area that I'm going to get booked in anyway. Yeah. And, Corey, you know, I'm glad we got on. I know you asked me a couple times before. Yeah. Uh, pleasure being on with you guys. Corey's always been a classic class act. Known him for a long time. Always been a great worker, and I'm just happy to do this for you. Thanks, Tom. And uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be on again. All right, thanks Thank a you lot, so man. Much. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it a lot, Tom Brandy, everybody. All right. Oh man, that was educational. It man. was, man. We learned a lot just then.
think we, we, I've, I think I've, we got exclusive news on the whole Patriot thing. Though. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys heard it, but exclusively, I'm the next Patriot. Yeah, right? you are. Exactly, exactly. The Patriot Corner Castle. <laughs> Tom Brandy, the Patriot, Salvatore Sincere, Corey Castle Enthusiast. Bye, have a beautiful time.